stories of the Jewish communities of Africa. is Moshe Hizkia from uh, Nigeria. I stay in Abuja. I was born in Nigeria. I stay with my family in, in, in Nigeria and also I, I, I have my siblings who are like five girls and um, I'm the only son to my mother and um, I've you been... the older? No, no, I'm not the oldest but I, I am older than a girl. Yeah, so... Uh, I stay in Abuja and also uh, we have a community in, uh, in uh, Abuja called Tigvat Israel where I am the leader, I, I, I organize most of the services in uh, Abuja and also we have several communities in Abuja and... Uh, so tell me a bit about uh, this Jewish community of Nigeria. The Jewish community of Nigeria has been, uh, has been in existence for several years, although there are a group of people called um, the Igbos. Igbos. The Igbos. What does it mean? It, uh, it's, um, these are a group of people who come from the eastern part of Nigeria. And these people, um, they have similar cultures uh, in their tradition, in their customs, which is um, very similar to that, in, that which is written in the Torah. And um, they, practi- they practice most... Um, halachot in the Torah, and, but they don't know what they practice. But it's similar to them, so they feel they feel they are Jewish. And uh, although they are not Jewish, but uh, they have this belief that they are Jewish. And according to what we know, that uh, being Jewish is either by conversion or you go by um, through by birth. Mm-hmm. So, and um, the Jews of Nigeria are mostly not Jews by birth. They are, they are Jews by they are, they are Jews who need to go through conversion because they have their parents, their father, their mother, their mother, mother never practiced Judaism. So when did uh, they started practice? So um, the Igbos have not just the Igbos are Jews in Nigeria. They also have other tribes, the Ikwere. They also have the the Wari. They also practice Judaism, but. Now, the Igbos, they've been practicing Judaism, but they never knew they were practicing Judaism. So, um, around um, 25 years ago, they they became very much serious. And then they we had um, a rabbi called Rabbi Gorin. Rabbi Gorin. Rabbi Gorin. Rabbi Gorin is from um, Massachusetts here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And then he came to Nigeria in 2002. He is a conservative rabbi. And he visited Nigeria, and he saw that the, the Nigerians are very close to to Judaism. They they what they practice is similar to Judaism, but they never knew they were doing that. So there is like ancient Nigerian tradition of this Igbo tribe that uh, that means that they are practicing many of the practicing and observing many of the Jewish laws without recognizing themselves as Jews. Exactly. There are many Jews, there are millions of um, Igbos who practice this religion and practice the laws in the Torah, but they never knew they were Jews. So until Rabbi Gorin visited Nigeria, 
Uh, although before Rabbi Gorin came, we had someone called Oriel. Oriel what? Oriel, uh, just Oriel. So he, 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 Oriel visited Nigeria. He came with a Sefer Torah. That was the first Sefer Torah that was in Nigeria. Then and then um, the Jews of Nigeria had a rabbi, conservative rabbi, Rabbi Gorin. He came to Nigeria. He, he taught a lot. He traveled to several states in Nigeria to gather the Jews. He taught them the Torah. He, he gave us books to study the Midrash, the, the Talmud, the, the Halachot. He, gave us, he, he, he distributed Shulchan Aruch to several communities. And um, since then, we, we became more serious than we were before. And uh, we, we started to follow up very seriously. Uh, can you share with our listeners uh, what was the reaction for getting like so many new things to within your uh, culture within your religion yeah when 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 we began to study when we began to study the the talmud the the, the shulchan aruch the torah and we we began to realize that uh, there are most things we do but we don't know and then we we felt we felt bad because we 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 felt very remorseful because we the, we we were not in the place the place we are in is not where we expected to be because if we had known if we had studied enough you know ignorance if we had studied enough all those while we don't study if we had had access to these books and studied we, we would have gone far so we felt very we felt we felt very remorseful we felt very sad because we we know that we've we've missed a lot and uh we've lost our 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 culture as Jews and um so we we started to trace ourselves back to to Judaism and which which is taking us um which is giving us a difficult time and but yeah can, can you tell me like can you give us an example for like one of the changes that happened because this uh revelation of the new books and everything yes you know in a uh, back in nigeria there are several communities there are lots of communities in nigeria and this these communities are, are, are located in different location so when we began to study it gives us um it gives us more 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 reasons why we need to come together as 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 a community as one community if we want to be recognized in israel we need to there need to be unity we need to we need to come together as one so we when when we studied for um the first study we did was six months we studied first for straight six months and then we realized that um although the the Ibos do what they call brit milah so they do the um, circumcision and then but then they don't do it very well but they just do it but then they don't do it according to what the Torah said but when we when we studied we we saw how a brit milah should be done how the process of brit milah we saw um bar mitzvah we 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 started learning how to do bar mitzvah how to also um also, uh, also, how to um, to do redeeming of the firstborn? Um, I don't know what called it in Hebrew. Uh, Pidyon haben. Pidyon haben. Okay. So uh, we 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 started to know a lot that we don't do, and and mm. it's it. We felt very bad, and then we started to practice. We started to uh, also there are some laws in which we saw that is there are some things we do in Nigeria 
the Jews of Nigeria do, which is not supposed to be done in Nigeria. You know, there's some, some laws in the Torah that it is only recommended for the Jews in Israel. Ah, mitzvot atluyot ba'aretz, yes. Trumot and ma'asrot. Yeah, exactly. So the Jews of Nigeria, they do it, but they don't know. They feel it's so. When we started to study, we realized that this law is for the Jews in Israel, the ones who reside in Israel. And also on Sukhot, we normally have, we, we do Sukhot. Even when we were not Jews, we do Sukhot. But then we, we, we have our own lulav, which was not kosher. It wasn't a kosher lulav. The estrog was not kosher, nothing. So what we do, and when we started to study very well, and I was the one teaching, I was the one leading the studies, and then I realized that, yes, that no, this estrog is not kosher. The lulav, the arbaminim is not kosher. How was it uh, to be for the first time with a kosher set of lulav and etrog, with a kosher set of arbaminim? We've never had a, ko- the, a kosher arbaminim in Nigeria. We don't have that. Not yet. <coughs> Not yet. Wow. Wow. <coughs> wow, I hope that, uh, that soon you will have. And yeah, I hope um, so. Wow. And can you tell me a bit about... How does Shabbat looks uh, in your community? Yeah, the 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 communities in in uh, in Nigeria are mostly Orthodox. They practice Orthodox, and mostly when you go to the most Jewish communities in uh, Nigeria, they they practice the Sephardi, called the Minhag Sephardi. So uh, on Shabbat, on Shabbat, you know, because the people stay very far. This is why um, practicing Orthodox in Nigeria is difficult because people stay very far and then when you get to enter vehicle to come for Shabbat, that's like a Mechalel Shabbat. Yeah. So it, uh, it's um, really bad. And um, so, but people try to, uh, to come for Shabbat, they drive to Shabbat, they, but then when they come to the community, we try to observe Shabbat the, the best way we can. We, we try to not do some Mechalel Shabbat by... Um, we have um, an uh, a roof. We do a roof uh, for sure. You, ha- you have a roof in your town. Yes, we have a roof. So we do a roof in uh, Rev Shabbat, and then we, which it allows us to carry things within the within the community, and then we could. Uh, yeah. And where do you get kosher food from? Like uh, you are you are having like a shchita in your. Uh, no, in in Nigeria, these the, these are things we lack in Nigeria because in Nigeria we don't have a rabbi. We don't have a rabbi in Nigeria. We don't have a shkita in Nigeria. So mm-hmm. um, everyone do not eat meat. We don't eat meat. We don't. Uh, we only eat uh, fish because we until so, we have it. So shkita. you, as a community, lives as a vegetarian. Uh, yes. Now. Yes. Unless we find ourselves in a place where we can get a kosher restaurant, mm-hmm. like here in the United States, we you, you or here in Kamprama, we feel free to eat. Uh, how is it? Uh, it's it's really exciting because for many years we haven't eaten meat. So it's uh, when I came to Kamprama here, I felt very excited and I felt very free to eat meat, and uh, I was really happy. I called my people back in Nigeria. I said, "Oh, I'm eating meat. It's been years," and they were like, "Bahu Hashem, it's really awesome." They also want to have that feelings I had. So it's really nice. Wow. Can you tell a bit about the connection between the people of the community, like uh, about your own community, like how big it is, and about uh, the Jews in Nigeria in general? Like, uh, do you know, 
Does anyone, everyone know each other or is it? Yes, in, in, in Nigeria we have, um, so we have a very large communities in Nigeria. We have, we have a community in Abuja called Tikvat Israel. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a community in Ebony State. Yeah, we also have a community in Anambra called Temple Melech Kivod. Which is where we this which is where I am leading I have a, that is my community I Melchivod. so there I, I I formed this community because um, um mo- there is no conservative movement in Nigeria everyone is Orthodox so I formed the conservative movement in Nigeria and then I created it um, I started I started the <coughs> I started the conservative movement uh, 2014 when I came back from Uganda under the tutelage of Rabigration Suzomo And then I, it, was, it was sponsored by Kolanu, a non-profit organization here in the United States based in the New York. So I, they, they, they found me. I went to study on the Rabbi Gershom. And then I came back and I started to build this community. And now this community is five years old and we've been moving real, real well. Although I came from a different community without practice Octodos, but then I had to build a community because the people are asking me for it and they, they want me, they, they want to have a different taste of Judaism because everyone practice Octodos. They want to be conservative. They want to, they want to understand more about the basics of Judaism because they don't want to, they don't want to be in a rush to do something. They want to take things step at step at step. So several communities in Nigeria, we all know ourselves where um, um, the population is too much we can have about 3 million Jews in Nigeria we are so much but then we are um, we are separated in different locations and then and each community like in my community in Abuja we have about um, 38 families mm-hmm. we have 38 families in, in Abuja as a whole so and then in on, on Shabbat most times we have a um, Shabbaton where everyone comes together to Every family in Abuja who are Jews, we come together with to do Shabbat. Also, we have a gathering on Simchat Torah. And also, we have a, a gathering on Pesach, Seder night. So, we do that. And also, as me, Moshe, Skia, I travel. Most times, I don't spend um, time in my community because I, I also have a community I'm taking care of. So, when I, when I teach in, uh, in Nigeria, Abuja, I travel to a state called Anambra. So I travel there, I stay for like three months. So this story is called Torin Teaching. So mm-hmm. I told to teach and it's been sponsored by Kolanu, uh, the president of Kolanu, Harit Bograd. So she sponsored it and she's paying for my internet access to teach children how to, um, because we mostly don't have access to books. So we, I teach from the, from the laptop. Yeah. And which text do you usually teach when you teach? Um, we, we, we have a timetable we follow so um, it go, uh, we, we teach Ivrit but not really well but the, the problem with the Jews of, with the Jews of Nigeria and also the problem with me <laughs> is that uh, we, we Nigerians we study Ivrit not to speak or to understand but we study to read so um, you can see someone in Nigeria that reads Ivrit he can read from the Sefer Torah like very the well Sidur and the Sefer Torah yes he can, he can read the Sidur very well he can read it from the Sefer Torah very well but when you speak to him it's difficult to understand mm-hmm. yes yeah, so we we also have time every Mondays we we have a Talmudic class for three hours we study the Talmud for three hours and then um, we we also have some break and then we come back later in the evening and we lose some some um, some um, ethics law the laws of ethics like the Rambam and all yeah 
And who are the students? Are there kids, adults, both? Yeah, we have, we have two sections. The first section are the kids. When the kids are on break, when they are back from school, we, we, we have, um, like, for example, how it's been done here in camp. We all gather the kids and we teach them because that is the only time we have to teach them. So we gather them. And also when the kids get back, we have the second session, which is for the adults. And we teach the adults because uh, most adults in Nigeria are not educated. So we need to teach them step by step. We need to take things one after the other so they can understand, so they can digest easily and not, put, uh, not rush them to, to study. But we take them one step at a time. And then the kids um, and the youths, like the younger ones, which are um, 18 years, 20 years, These are the ones we pay more attention on because they are the future generation. They, they have to know more. They have to study more. And because if, if we don't study more, the, the older ones would not know. So we, need, we, we have more obligations. We have more responsibilities to, to study more, to know beyond ourselves so we could help and assist the communities in Nigeria. And in the beginning, you said that there is like people who are coming into the community, although the, uh, you were practicing the Jewish law for, for generations, you are still doing a conversion. Can you tell us a bit about uh, this conversion? How do you do it? Um, Uh, do you do it on a personal level or uh, a whole family together? Uh, okay, so in terms of conversion, uh, we don't have we don't have um, Jews Jews of Nigeria are not yet converted. Yes, they are still um, um, they're still practicing Jews. They practice. They're not yet um, converted. They've not gone through the bedin, so they're not yet converted. But they they. Uh, but it is a problem in Nigeria because the, they think that um, they are Jews by blood, they are Jews by blood. So um, most of them don't agree to conversion, but um, they, 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 it is our responsibility to make them understand why they need to go through conversion, why conversion is very important. And How can you explain to someone who believes that he is uh, Jewish by blood How can you explain why should he need to convert? Good. Um, I, I'm, I'm going ex to ex answer this question based on the Jews of Nigeria because we know, we know ourselves. We know that um, the Jews of Nigeria are neither Jews by blood. So when they say they are Jews by blood, we try to, we try to find reasons to tell, make them understand that they, they are not Jews by blood. And even if they were Jews by blood, Um, going through conversion does it does not does not um, disgrace. Yeah, it's not a disgrace. It's not. A, it's nothing. It's just to like. It's just to renew yourself to like uh, when like when you do something and, and you're not sure that you've really done it. You'd want to do it again. So I uh, we try to let them know that yeah, your mother was a Christian. Like for example, my mother was a Christian. My my great grandmother was a Christian and. Uh, And so you, my, my mother cannot come and tell me that, uh, that I am Jewish now. Nah. Because you, 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 you were, before you gave birth to me, you were Christian. So 
you practice a lot of um, idol worshiping, and now you you're finding yourself back to Judaism. You're finding yourself, you're tracing yourself back to God, to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And so now we we need to go through the normal process. We need to go. We need to take one th- um, step at a time, and then, which is by going through the conversion. And we, when we say conversion, it means we have to study, we have to read, we have to, yeah. Um, so you, if I can ask on a personal level, so you as a practicing leader of the community, you also didn't uh, converted, or uh, or there are few pe- several people within the community that did converted in some point. Yeah, uh, at some point, um, few, just very few. I think about four people in Nigeria had their conversions, and um, they just those four people. Wow. Are the ones who are who are converted in Nigeria? Wow, and and so many are waiting to. Uh, yes, so many are waiting to be converted, and also right now, Kolanu organization, a non-profit organization here in the United States based at New York, is trying to organize a conversion for the Jews of Nigeria, and that's their that is their project now. Wow. Wow. Very interesting. Can you? Tell us a bit about if there is any connection uh, between your community and other Jewish communities around the world. Yes. Um, The the Jews of Nigeria has been uh, mostly my community. We've been connected to, like I said, Kulanu. And also we have this organization who visited uh, Nigeria called Shavay Israel. This is is an organization in Israel which is that the president is Mikhail Freund, and also um, um, the rabbi is um, Raviliahu Birbaum. So he's, uh, they visited Nigeria, and they came, and um, they're trying to also work out conversions for the Jews of Nigeria. And they're also working out programs to see how Nigeria could be recognized by the state of Israel. So uh, we, had co- we had connections, people who support the Jews of Nigeria, they provide books, they provide study materials, they provide um, tefillin, they provide um, Sefer Torah. So now in Nigeria, I could say we have about um, four Sefer Torah in Nigeria, different locations. So, But a but, um, few years back, we do not have something like this. So it's... Um, we, we, by the help of these people, by the support of these people around the world, these Jewish people around the world, they've been helping the Jews of Nigeria, they've been supporting, they've been trying to um, create a way that the kids, the, the, the kids in Nigeria would, would be educated in, on, in a Jewish level and also try to see how the kids would have programs when they are on break. So, so many, we've had so many connections from 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 around the world Jewish people who are really who are really kind who are really helpful to the Jews of Nigeria have you ever been in Israel not yet without Hashem I will be very soon is there someone of your community that was here in uh, that was visiting Israel in a certain point yeah we had we had some people who visited Israel we had some people like um, there's uh, there is a man called um, Hyben Daniel he he's, he has been studying in Israel, so he came back to Nigeria. He's been teaching, and now he's down in Israel. But now, for now, we do not have um, we do not have a rabbi. And then my community is looking forward to me to become their rabbi and see how best I could um, become the first rabbi in Nigeria to to reside in Nigeria. Because mostly we have rabbis who come from different states, 
And when they come, they go. We don't have a resident rabbi, so it's very important that we have uh, a resident rabbi. Well, good luck with it. Can you tell me a bit about uh, about the process of becoming a rabbi of uh, for your community? Yeah, to become to become a rabbi, I don't know how the process goes, but I it's it's something I have accepted. It's something I have um, I, I have agreed to carry the responsibilities of my community, and uh, because I, I I try to put my community first, and because they are really they are really my my priority, I put them first. I put the Jews of Nigeria first because I because it it incubate upon me because so many people look up to me, and. Uh, I'm like a teaching. I'm a teaching touring teacher in uh, in the whole Nigeria. So when when I go to places I teach, they 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 said, "Oh, you that way. You have to be a rabbi. You have to be with us." And so so we don't have rabbis who come to visit us and then go. But uh, it's not a shame. I think to go well. Good luck with it. Uh, one last question. How can you tell me about a bit about the relationship between the Jews in Nigeria and the non-Jews in Nigeria? Like, yeah. What is the relationship? Is it a good relationship? Is it a bad relationship? The Jews, the Jews of Nigeria are the eastern part. The eastern part of Nigeria, it is safe to, it is safe to show that you're Jewish. But when you go to the northern part of Nigeria, it is not safe because there are Muslims there, and the Muslims don't do not like the Jews. And because when we see when they see us with kippah, they see us with sistiot, they feel they feel that the Israelis are not coming into Nigeria. So the the Muslims in Nigeria are scared of the Israelis. So they feel that uh, uh, that if the Jews of if um, if individuals in Nigeria are trying to be Jewish, it means that uh, the Israelis are trying to come into Nigeria. So they are scared of the Israelis and then they try to kill. So most Jews, like when you go, for example, most people are being killed when they go to the farm. You go to the farm, the, 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 this, this group of people called the Fulanese. These people, they, they, when they get the Jews, they kill them. And not just the Jews, the Christians also. Because um, the Muslims in Nigeria once only Muslim to dominate the the country. They don't want any other religion. They want to Muslimize the country. But in Eastern Nigeria, the the situation is better. Yes, in Eastern Nigeria, the situation is better. You're free. You feel free to put on your kippah, to put on your sitiot and all. Uh, and in Eastern Nigeria, so you are uh, like your neighbors. They are not Jews uh, many times, and you are cooperating with them. Yes, uh, but we have like most. Um, Mostly in Nigeria, they, we have several churches around. You before you before you pass two streets in Nigeria, you you might find like four churches around, like they are all located. So you see, there are lots of churches in Nigeria. But then, they we are okay with them because we are we speak same language but different religion. Yeah, so we are okay. We don't have problems. Uh, we don't have any conflict. When you are doing a Shabbat together with a community, is there is any melody that you are singing together? Yeah, we have we have several melodies that the community has. Uh, Can you give me a short note of one from one of them? Okay, I have to think. Okay, um, we have. Um, 
we have we have the the one we call the hishtabach mm-hmm. so it goes it goes like this hishtabach shem chalad malkenu ha'el ha'melek ha'gadol ve'ha'kadosh בשמיים וברא ישתבק, ישתבק שם חלד. מלכנו האל המלך הגדול והקדוש, בשמיים וברס. Then the hunter goes with the first line. כי לך נאה אדוני אלוהינו ואלוהי אבותינו לעולם ועד שירו שבחה. And then the, the congregation respond again, השתבק שמך. Wow, sounds amazing. So now we will finish this interview and I will say תודה רבה. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. And it's, uh, it's really, it's a zchut for me, and I'm sure that also for the listeners to, yeah. to hear the story of uh, such a, a big, a great community that, uh, that I've never heard of before I met you. Thank you so much. Also, I want to say to the listeners, thank you so much to whomever that is listening to this. I'm very grateful for your support. I'm also very glad to be here at Kamparama. I was introduced to Kamparama by my rabbi, Rabbi Wayne Franklin. He stays in the Providence, Rhode Island, and he introduced me to Kamparama, and I am the first person from my community to be here at Kamparama. And it's really exciting. I love, I love what I do here in Kamparama, which is the farm. It's really amazing because it, it brings me back to Nigeria. I feel I am in Nigeria. I feel at home. I, I see good people around. So I want to say thank you for it to everyone, your support, your kindness and your...
אתם מאזינים לשידור ישיר ממחנה רמה בברקשיירס. חול המעלה